got a clear run of town Smell like a driving spoon Here come the law, gonna break down the door Carry me away once more Never, never, never wanted anymore Gotta get away from the stone cold floor Crazy, stone cold crazy, you know
some for the whole house oh they're delicious i had i had a jelly they, they didn't pump it up enough i and, and i didn't tell them and then i had a blueberry donut i i'm i'm making room for the creme brulee donut possibly on saturday so i uh, so we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes uh good morning ass family Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Lots and lots of stuff to get to today, including a celebrity-ass death match of tough guys, in high, of men's men. These are, these are macho fellow, or, or macho, as some people would say. I always laugh when you hear an old person say, oh, he acts too macho. It's ma. It's macho. It's not macho. Good God. The hell is wrong with you people? Um, like I said, lots to get to today. It is, of course, that day of the week. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And, uh, let, let's get things started with some, uh, good mornings. Uh, like, like I said, this morning was kind of just, like, low-key. Woke up early, got some donuts, did the show, got the show ready. Just laid around. It was nice. It was very, very nice. Uh, let's see. First one here would be, uh, Battleborn in Nebraska. He says, what a glorious hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. To the family of the gluteus maximus. That is us, the ass family. Andrew says, it's hump day. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. It's hump day. Y'all, I love the people of ass. You're as unique as the egg rolls of China and the breakfast tacos of San Diego. Now, I want to get some more good mornings in. But there is a whole lot of bullshit going on in the world right now. I, I mean, there is bullshit, and then there is... That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. People are saying that Jill Biden, that was a gaffe yesterday. They're saying that this was not a, a, a planned thing in her speech. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Now, is your strength. Now, 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 hold on a and second. And yet, here. it's when... Now, 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 come on. I mean, that is not a gaffe. That was in her speech. That was not a gaffe. Come on, media. Call her out as a fucking racist. Can you imagine Melania Trump? Ah, you are as unique 
as the providence of vodka in Russia and as the breakfast tacos you are here. I mean, she was one step away from calling them beaners. One step. One tiny step away from calling them beaners. You can't do that, Jill. And of course, the hens on the view had something to say. This is no, this is not them. I don't. Event. Why do they have ads? They don't need it. They're multi gazillionaires. Oh man. Jill took a vacation in the lovely city of Bodega, Colombia. Your favorite. <laughs> Hunter wanted to go with her. There you go. The Hispanics really, really avoid any comparisons to tacos, enchiladas, chimichangas, alcapurrias. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, 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 and chilaquiles. And speaking about anyone, yeah. don't you avoid food related to yeah. people? Yeah. Ta- that is tacos. That, whether it's skin color. Well, well you yeah, don't use you, food. I would be upset it. if no. somebody said, you bring the chicken out in people. Oh. But I will okay. say, this is what we will say. This is what I will say. <laughs> That's right. It is Colombia. Hello. Yeah. Um. We all, I don't know if we all have stepped in it. I know I have stepped in it. So, Dr. Jill, just, you know, hear the humor. We get it. We understood what Now, stop. We, we, we can no longer have conversations in this world. They're giving her a pass. They're giving her a pass. And even the Mexican gal who had to roll her chimichangas. And do all that kind of tongue-rolling bullshit? Stop it. Just stop it. Because you can't play the game. What if that was Kennedy from, from Fox News who said, Oh, chill, just, we know what you were trying to say, girl. Just do, don't do it quite that way. Hell no. Hell no. They wouldn't have been standing up for Melania Trump if she called them breakfast tacos. This is the horse shit that is our country. And, and, and this is the stuff that makes me wake up. Good God almighty. Let's get back to the good morning, shall we? Stop the bullshit. I mean, you know what today is? Today is stop the bullshit day. Because now I'm fired up. Not that I wasn't really fired up before, but now I'm super-duper fired up. Uh, let's see. Um, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Uh, happy... Hump day! Uh, Hump day! You horny toads. All right. Oh, and looky there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my lucky stars. It is the one, the only, uh, bratty kid. Paging Dr. Faggot. No, no, no. Dr. Faggot. Please stop. No, good morning to you. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Rise. Good morning to you. Straight fire in the house. He says, good morning, everybody. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Uh, happy. Uh, Pump day. Pump. And he says, Friday can't come fast enough. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. Pump day. Ogre in the house. Buenos dias, amigo. Jill took a vacation to the lovely city of Bodega, Columbia. Is this celebrity-ass deathmatch of tough guys all-inclusive, or do we call it the Mount Rushmore of tough biological men? Don't get ahead of me on that, V-Coop. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, oh, we, got, we got all kinds of good shit, man. We got lots of drops today for you to listen to. Um, she told the Colombians that they're as unique as cocaine hippos. <laughs> 
And we all know... A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Still one of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. Oh, the fit that was uh, fit thrown over a picture of Trump with his taco salad, but it's okay to dims. Oh, it, it, it's it, it, it's amazing to me the stupidity and the lies. <laughs> uh, can we also do a Mount Rushmore of tough guys? People who talk tough. Oh, of quote unquote tough guys. Oh, I like that. Hold on, let me let me let me get the paper out here. Let me get my. Uh, my notepad that I keep in this thing, uh, the uh, quote-unquote, oh, I love that. You know, we have uh, cars this week, Friday, quote-unquote tough guys. Alec Baldwin, oh, that's this is, this is going to be a good one. This will be Monday. I like it. V. Coop, you're the man. Uh, let's see. Um... Stepped in it. Jill took a fucking shovel and made it a pile to step in. No kidding. Uh, Mount Rushmore, tough guys, really tough, like LeBron, Robert De Niro, Alec Baldwin, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, let's see. Where should we go here? There's so much to get to today. Hmm. You know, I think we're going to do, by the way, I I was able to, uh, let me let me let me do some work here real quick. Uh, export. Um, I was able to record Jill, and now we we've got her in the machine calling people uh, tacos for the rest of uh, our lives. So you're welcome. See, I did that on the down low. Didn't even know what I was doing there. Jill. All right. Look at there. Boom. It's sent. Done. Out. Done. All right. Giggity. There we go. It's been sent. Now I can delete that, put that in the old trashola, and move on with the show. Um, do I want to start with this asshole? <sighs> no, you know what? We'll, we'll get to that. It, well, no, I, I got to get to this first because I have a conspiracy theory. I do have a... a <sighs> Brian Bosworth. Morning, Kyle. How are you, my friend? Um, I don't know if anybody was paying attention, and you probably weren't, because this was mainly a, a British story more than anything. Um, they say, well, Boris uh, John, or well, the the guy Boris Johnson, the guy with the terrible haircut, while he was busy resigning, you didn't see what they published. A report confirming that vaccinated accounts for 94% of all COVID deaths since April, 90% of which were triple and quadruple jabbed. You're out. Good morning. Oh, you saw Saul. It was fucking good, wasn't it? Wasn't that intense? My God. And even the man himself. Anthony Fauci, this this pickle dick. Ooh, that's a good. Term. There are three like simple that. changes I tell all of my arthritis patients to make. Yeah, Number go fuck one, yourself. You have to start drinking more. One of the things that's clear from the data that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, 
don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection. What? They protect quite well against severe disease leading to hospitalization and death. And I believe that's the reason, Neil, why at my age, being vaccinated and boosted, even though it didn't protect me against infection, I feel confident that it made a major role in protecting it, it 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 didn't play a major role in it. It protected you. It didn't. You still got it. It was a weaker strand. I I, I think a ninth grade biology student could figure that it, this strand has been so strung out, and when you string it out, it becomes less aggressive. Anthony Fauci just admitted that the vaccines don't work. Just admitted it. By the way, this is the guy who says we should be going back to masks with this new variant from the Omi- I'm sorry, from the um, Omicron. There's like a HV21 like variant now. By the way, isn't it isn't it interesting? It's coming out now. Now, this is what I think is the big thing. I think we're gonna see. A lot of this data come out now. I th- This is what's called Operation Hail Mary. To try to do anything they can to save the elections in November. They're going to take all this vaccine stuff. And how it didn't work. And how ineffective it was. And how it made people sicker. And they're going to blame Donald Trump for it. You heard it here. This is their Hail Mary. This is their Hail Mary, and they're going to blame Donald Trump, and they're going to blame the GOP for, quote-unquote, rushing a vaccine. And do you know why they're going to do that? I'm going to tell you why they're going to do that. Because the media is going to allow them to do that, and a lot of people in society are going to allow them to do that. Even though we all know that's pig shit. Um, yeah, oh yeah, they, they're going to blame it on Donald Trump. I thought your conspiracy was how Bob Crane was murdered by George Soros for threatening to expose the roots of the world domination goals. It involved Kennedy as well. No, no, not that. I'm still working on that one. Never have, never will. Can't wait to see uh, to see a tell-all on how they were trying to use this to create population control. Swoosh, I honestly, I, I, I truly do believe that this is our generation's JFK and that we're never going to know. And, and you, you think about it. We, we call diseases where they're from. Like, like Ebola is from the Ebola region of some dirty-ass part of Africa, right? But we couldn't call this the Wuhan flu or the Chinese flu or anything like that. And it was the only thing. It was their Operation Hail Mary to get Donald Trump out of office. Because if you think about it, before COVID, there was no way Donald Trump was going to lose the presidency. No way. And he lost. 
and he lost to Joe Biden. He, I, th- that's the part that, that's the hardest to believe, is he, 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 he lost to this guy. And I also, well, not that one. I'm also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQLI, excuse me, plus I. Americans. Yep. Last week, President Harris and I no, 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 stood no, in the no, United no, States no. Capitol. And by the way, my sympathies to your, the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best of her family. It's tough stuff. <laughs> tough stuff, man. <laughs> but I'm seeing a lot. No, they're, they're ramping up the COVID shit again, and I'm just like... <sighs> It, it, it's just so fucking maddening that we're going to go through this shit again. I mean, come on. In two years of a red president and a red wave, we might have, uh, we might get the reveal. Maybe, maybe, but here, here's the thing. I saw a story last night that Donald Trump is leading right now over DeSantis and who else, whoever else is thinking about running. If the Democrats don't roll out anybody different, there's a lot of talk that there are a lot of people interested in running for Democrat, and which, which they, they, they rarely ever do. They rarely ever take the incumbent out of office, but in this case, I can see it. If the Democrats run Joe Biden, you could probably have me run opposed to him, and I could be the president of the United States of America. America, his his approval rating is at like 32%. I'd like to see three out of ten people at least tell me how America is better today. They're saying he's doing a good job. I don't think so. I don't know if I want – I mean, the scorched earth thing would be all right. You know, if if he decided to go scorched earth and really bring Washington down. But I, I don't think – here's the thing. When it comes to all these conspiracies and all this kind of stuff, if Donald Trump seriously got close enough to do anything, don't you think that they have people there that can handle it? You know, hashtag JFK. He got too close to expect. I mean, think about it. The closer he gets to unraveling the swamp, that means those people lose their money, they lose their homes, they lose their families, they lose everything. Yeah, I, it, I don't think it's going to happen. But hey, I hope it does. Douglas, how are you, my friend? Good morning and happy Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Uh, Battleborn says Arnie for POTUS. No way, no how. Man, oh man, I'd, I'd do my first press briefing in overalls. Be like, hey, y'all, what's up? I'd be that kind of politician to follow through. I wouldn't be just the guy who rolls his sleeves up. I'd be the regular guy president. And that would never fly, of course, because, you know, I have to work, meet with diplomats and world leaders and all that kind of stuff. I don't have, and if you've listened to me long enough, you know I don't have a lot of great diplomacy. 
The Simpsons did predict Trump would be assassinated in office as president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, look, come on. I, I, I'd love to. It'd be a dream job. be awesome. But put me on the Supreme Court instead. I'd bring some life to the Supreme Court. Either that or a pope. I want to be the pope. No, no, or, okay, now make me a weatherman in Phoenix. It's the best jobs in the world, dude. Worst job in the world, fecal collector. Yeah, I would have to say that would be the worst job in the world. Uh, okay, so I got through the COVID stuff. Oh, almost. I'm almost through the COVID stuff. Hold on one second here. Because the story came out, and I just wanted to—I I just wanted to say this. I—I I, I mean, we all knew this was happening. How bad? I don't know. Um, but they're saying that COVID learning loss has been a global disaster, meaning all the schools that closed down, all that bullshit, virtual learning, all this—you know—Zoom classes. It did dick. It did more harm than it did anything else. Millions of kids are still out of school. Costs are stacking up. Parents have to figure out a way to teach them at home because we don't want them to get the sniffles. Pope Maximus Arnilius. Oh, it'd be Arnisius, the first. Arnie, some less leftists would assassinate you if you're in office. You seem to trigger them. Yeah, you know, I I, I would. Oh, I would, I would make them so mad. And you know what? This would be my first act. Let, let, let's go ahead and, and let's see how president, or at least, uh, uh, because I want to be a hands-on president. I don't want to be a president that just, you know, does the, this or that, and maybe a little bit of the other. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm president, if I'm president, this kind of shit ain't gonna be. I know, cause I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna go. Hey, I'd like to. Uh, I'd, I'd like an answer here. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Meski, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times you've used a phrase. I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. This is Senator Howley. I'm not sure exactly where he's from. He is a Republican, and he's interviewing a professor from Berkeley. Here you go. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is you, that Missouri. the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. 
So huh? I think it's important because of my us, line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you, you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No. No, I don't think. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist, Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're a- opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot. I just know. In this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. First of all, you may not like. And I, I, I've seen this so many times when a Republican is interviewing a witness. The witness shows no respect for the office whatsoever. She was condescending, and, and, and not only condescending, but completely full of shit. Douglas says this is how free speech dies. Yes, death by woke professors. You can't ask a question. And by the way, when he said, I can't ask a question, well, one in five uh, trans people commit suicide in that time period? I mean, that was pretty quick. This idea that we can't talk about this, they shut it. Oh, it's this way, the end. Men cannot have children. It is impossible. Impossible. For a man, dare I say a biological man, it is impossible for him to have a child. They can't change that. And instead of yelling at senators about it, why don't you talk to the maker? Take it back to the company that made the items, dummies. Uh, let's see, uh, this bitch was so obnoxious, a perfect representative of the uh, SJW mindset and attitude. Uh, if someone doesn't listen, you can't have a conversation. A university pres- professor condescending? What's next, a drunk Irishman? Yeah. Um, you would, uh, you would, you would, you would. She needs a backhand. I fucking hate this. You're doing everything to protect trans people. But dick all to protect women. I don't care what you believe in or not. You want to be. But I will die on the cross over you. Haven't had a fucking period. You cannot be offended. Exactly. You can't menstruate. Because you're a man. Men cannot menstruate. This bitch doesn't even know what respect her because she doesn't know what it means. She thinks men can give birth. Yeah, my question is going to lead to violence. I'm about to go open a can of whoop-ass on your condescending ass. I've never, I, I, I mean, that amazed me. The, the, the lack of even dignity. She was just condescending. Oh, you'll learn a lot. Oh, I know you did. Oh, yeah. Shut up. The, this line of questioning is transphobic. You know, it, 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 Senator States, let, let's start me out first on the senator role. This is how I would have handled that. Uh, I, w- I would ask, where did you get your degree from? Did you go to the same college that Better Call Saul went to? Because you're about as dumb as a box of shit. No, 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 cut your mic. See, I'm the senator here. This is my house. If I was in your classroom, that would be your house. But you're in my house. 
Men can't have children. The end. And if you're some kind of weird, sorry, sorry, no, no, I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm just going to say it. If you're some kind of weirdo, and because I think it's weird to want to change into the different sex. I'm sorry. I think it's weird. You want to change into different sex? Fine. But you can't have kids. The end. Stop it. And to you gals that transfer over to guys, let me just tell you something. You will never know the feeling of that sock on your junk the very first time. I'm just telling you. That's a, that's a joy you will never experience. Titties don't equal the ability to feel like you have some sort of right as a woman. As a woman. Steph, what about women that have genetic issues and end up sterile prior to puberty? So inconsiderate, <laughs> lol. See, this is the whole thing. This, this is where I define a woman. I define a woman as, as someone who is built to deliver a child. You have to be built that now if you they, if there are... This is like when you get... A, and I... Fuck. Man, you guys are going to hate me for this. Okay. But you're buying a really, really, really expensive car. Okay? And... Like a Bugatti or something like that. They, they, you know, a Bentley. Okay, you're buying a Bentley because all women are like Bentleys. Some of them have some factory flaws in there that you don't see that are underneath everything. And maybe it's not as good as the other one in your eyes or whatever. I, I, I shouldn't say good. But they're capable of doing the same job. Women were designed to birth children. And that's what makes you a woman. What makes you a man is the lack of ability to birth a child. That's what makes a man. And never having that ability. Some women, some women, they're built for it, but hey, there's something wrong in the innards. And I'm not saying they're not women. They were still built for the purpose. And it's so... You know, I do have to say that sometimes I have, I really do have to admit that we do treat women like secondhand citizens. And this has nothing to do with the current legislation that's in place right now with our body, our choice. No, I, 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 we, we treat them that way a lot of other ways too. And it's wrong. I'm just, you see these stories and you just go, oh, my God, not again. Even the World Health, the World Health Organization is caving now. And they're saying that gender exists on a continuum and is beyond non-binary. What the fuck? What does, I, am I too old to get really, to, to understand any of this? I, I don't understand anything that was just said there. The World Health Organization an existing gender mainstreaming manual, which argues that there are many genders existing on a spectrum from male to female. The organization now says that idea does not go far enough. 
You know what? Then you, you know what? Then I refer. I I consider myself a a, a a a Ferris wheel. Then don't call me a man. I I identify as a Ferris wheel. This is getting to be so fucking stupid. This is what we fight about. Let's just get rid of all gender identification. So you know what? When people see a doctor for medications for specific specific hormone levels, anatomy, etc., let's see what happens and how many people die from reactions. But hey, no genders. Let's have truly co-ed football teams and say how many people die because there's a gender fluidity. That there should be a Roman spectacle of fun and blood in the sun. I, I, I'm down. I, I'm, I, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to see women box men. I, I'm ready for all of that because... Look, the, did you not see what happened this year? God damn it. I just want to read this fucking text message, stupid phone. Damn. You're not alone. I guess 10th grade biology class was wrong. Oh, fucking all your biology classes are wrong. Yeah, I, 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 this is so just dumb. This is this is beyond the dumbest levels of shit that we talk about. When can we go back to, if we don't have anything constructive or at least fucking not mind-numbing to talk about it, let's not talk about it. We're talking about people that want to be something else. Everybody wants to be something else. You think the squeegee guy at the fucking peep show really wants that job? He wants to be somewhere else, and now you've taken it to another extreme. Well, I think I'm a woman. I got a question for you. What's that exact ladies out there? Steph, Leisha, Braddockit. If a trans person, a guy came up to you and says, I'm a woman, how would how would you question them on how they were a woman? I'm looking for the story the I, because I I would just look at you and go, No, you're not. And then of course I'm convicted of a hate crime. Chris Cyborg versus Conor McGregor now. Let's make it happen. Brittany Griner, if she's ever freed, versus Draymond Green, not versus LeBron. His vagina is more pronounced than Brittany's. What am I saying? More like Brittany has a bigger cock than LeBron. We have an awesome story. It, I'm, I'm getting through this mundane shit here of, of real stuff before I get to the juice of the LeBron James story. Um, I hate to correct you, but we have three genders, male, female, and hermaphrodites. Okay, thank you. Maybe I'll decide if I want to identify as a man this weekend and walk around the neighborhood hiking trails, beaches, and stores without a top on. If I'm a man, I can get away with this, right? Well, the only way you can get away with it is if you film the entire thing. Uh, I asked what you would say to the woman. Brady Kid says, I say gay. Great, get started on the dishes. 
I had to take trans training at work the other week. Now, why? Why does anybody have to take trans training? This is ridiculous. Now we're wasting companies' valuable time and efforts. At the end, I asked if, if I took a piece of uh, Captain Crunch and put it in a bag, what, is, what, is, what cereal is it? They answered it was Captain Crunch. I asked if I broke it up, what cereal is it? They said it was Captain Crunch. I then asked if I wrote Fruit Loops on the bag on what cereal it was. They said it was still Captain Crunch. I then asked why were we even at this training? Bravo. That is well played. Arnie, you should really embrace this whole transgender and birthing issue. At this rate, there will be so much confusion and then violence. The human species will kill itself faster than war and not have to wait around for the comet to do it. You're right. See, and, and, and they, you know what? That'd be okay because I, I, I'm going to go for the low-hanging fruit in this war. I'm going to get to kill some people. I don't know about you, but I, I'm kind of fired up about that, that possibility. I mean, if there is like to say, hey, if you were to kill some really bad people and get away with it, would you? Hell yes, let's do it. I done all I did all my training in church and everything. I'm going to heaven already. <laughs> no hanging fruit a transgender dwarf. I might have to do that in the jokes. The answer, low-hanging fruit. The question, what do you call a gay dwarf? That's good. That's good stuff there. Uh, Douglas says, Steph, where do you plan on hiking topless? Wink, wink. Um, Just stop it. And... You know who I feel? This is who I feel bad for. I know a lot of y'all got kids in, like, elementary school and stuff. Do you know how difficult the world is going to be for them? And all the different pronouns you have to learn and all the new different fucking sis, sass, sus, whatever fucking genders with a hyphen in there and maybe an apostrophe or, or some kind of, you know, like semicolon sign. You're making the world such a hard place for them. Or a gay emo since it's low-hanging. <laughs> I, that seems better. <laughs> a gay emo kid. <laughs> what do you call a gay emo kid? Low-hanging fruit. Uh, maybe that'll get some views. That'll get me off my shadow. I, I have to be shadow banned. I didn't even do jokes today. I might do that one. Game oh kid is redundant. Um, by the way, we, we barely, if we haven't talked about The abortion issues these days. AOC. 
This stupid twat waffle. I don't know about you guys, but when I when I see the double standard in play, and it's so obvious, and it's so it, it it's starting to sicken me now. Honestly, Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez says uh, they they were talking about. Um, she tweeted this out about how Brett Kavanaugh was run out of a dinner by uh, protesters. Man's out to eat with his family. And people are protesting him at the restaurant. He get, they, they said he got to eat, but he didn't get to dessert. So this is what she said. Poor guy. He left before his souffle because he decided half the country should risk death if they have an ectopic pregnancy within the wrong state lines. It's all very unfair to him. Where is the uh, not enough information tag on there? That is a bold-faced lie. Uh, where, 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 where do I have it? Uh, um, in no state in the country is ectopo or the ectopic pregnancy. Is that not allowed? It's, it's not being banned. In no state is it illegal to remove an unborn child who has died. Remember when you said something about COVID? All the 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 the, the warning misinformation here. By the way, I, I'm changing my prediction this year to from from uh, uh it was going to be booster as word of the year. I'm going to say it's misinformation. If the child didn't survive. There was no termination. No one terminated the pregnancy. So all those things that happen to women, unfortunately, when they go through pregnancies and they lose their babies, those aren't illegal. AOC is so dumb, I'm honestly surprised she didn't call it the Epcot Center Pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean... It, and she has like 13 million followers on her Twitter where she posted that. That's completely propaganda she's spreading. Isn't this rich that Joe Biden has come out and said that 66 is too old for commercial pilots? <laughs> but 80, he's doing fine as president. Uh, Transportation Secretary Poot Bootygig expressed his opposition to the raising the airline pilot to 67 from 65. I didn't realize that Joe Biden was an ageist. What a scumbag he is. That's just funny. Uh, you can't say woman, it's birthing person. Oh, I'm sorry. It's five followers when you remove the bots. 
Joe Biden saying somebody's too old. Now, I I I don't understand this. The, Hey, people can do whatever they want with their money. But do we really think that this is going to happen? Tech giant Amazon, mainly Jeff Bezos, the epitome of a walking penis, is partnering up with Seattle-based Fred Hutchinson Cancer Center to develop a cancer vaccine and has already begun recruiting for clinical trials. Enter a new Bond victim, or villain. I don't want, really, a cancer vaccine. From another billionaire, another billionaire toying in the manufacturing of vaccines. Let me ask you, Mr. Bezos, if you are so excited about developing a cancer vaccination, will you be willing to sell it outside of your organization of Amazon? And, by the way, since you're already, uh, since we do shame people for their money, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. Um, This vaccine will be free to everyone, won't it? So who says, how about a cure first? Amen. Bond villain nothing. The cancer vaccine is how I am legend started. Yep, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's a decision. He is a world destroyer. What What's with these fucking billionaires that, 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 I mean, I can't wait to see what Mark Zuckerberg does. Uh, hey guys, welcome to the metaverse. Oh. A cancer vaccine. By the way, if you get cancer, can you sue them then? <laughs> Doug says, I don't trust any new vaccines anymore. Look, if they are vaccines that have been have been dolt over and tested and retested and tested and retested again. If this is like a vaccine like they used to produce back in the day, where they have years to study on it, okay. This cancer vaccine, which will probably be discovered in the next two years, if it is, they're going to test it for 30 years. This does me no good. But... The new Amazon vaccine. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know Wish is going to get involved. <laughs> they're going to log. <laughs> they're going to have a vaccine that all it is is fucking. It's dolt out of an Aunt Jemima fucking pancake syrup recipe. They're going to inject you with syrup. And you know what? People will fucking go for it. I think this is my favorite part about the human race is just seeing what people are willing to do. And I, I, I'm in there as well. Don't, don't get me wrong. 
I've done some really stupid things. But when people decide that they're going to get silicone injections at the apartment down the way, um, n- nobody's going anywhere. No, but nobody's going anywhere. Oh, I think this is a wonderful idea that you inject me with this silicone. I'm sure it's pharmaceutical grade. Wish cancer vaccine is five-day-old pasta. (laughs) Oh, the fried rice syndrome. By the way, uh, I have to report uh, a, a correction, a correction to the show. The new live PD does not start this Friday. It starts next Friday. I apologize. I jumped the gun by a week. My bad. Next Friday night. I believe 9 o'clock, wherever you are. 8 Central, hopefully. The new new live PD comes back. I, I said it was this Friday. I was wrong. My bad. See, I've been wrong about things, and I can admit it when I'm wrong. So there you go. But but this is the kind of stuff that when I hear, I go, why is this? And then I think, wait a second. Arnie, you need to sit back and enjoy this. <laughs> I tell you what, man. The, the world is such a funny place to watch because it's so fucking pathetic. And the people that want to get in action and do stuff, you go right ahead. You you do you. I'm going to sit back and enjoy it. I'm going to watch the end of this big rock happen from the, the comfort of my air-conditioned house. There you go. <laughs> Pig organ transplant inch closer with testing in the dead. Now, if this somehow works, I am leaving Earth. Because <laughs> there's somebody who sees this story, and this is why I love it, and will think that pigs' hearts are magical and can bring people back together. Oh, no, no. They, they see this. New York researchers transplanted pig hearts into two brain-dead people over the last month. That's where Joe and Kamala were. The latest in a string of developments in the long quest to one day save humans with animal organs. The experience announced Tuesday come after a historic but failed attempt earlier this year to use a pig's heart and to save a dying Maryland man. Sort of a reversal before scientists try again the living. (laughs) Yeah, I would hope. I would hope you get a couple of these under your belt before you start using live options. Only way I would trust this vaccine is if you test it on Anthony Fauci first. We'll have to give him cancer first, brain, lung, ass, and testicular. If he's cured of all of it, I'm on board. Okay, hey, I'll, I'll be right there with you, Scott. I know this is going to be bad, but what? It, oh, God. What if somebody's in a terrible accident? Let, let, let's say, let's go into the future. Okay, uh, real quick. Hold on a second. Let, let's get the right music for the future. Uh... 
Do I not have the either? Here we go. By the way, by the way, still no flying cars in the future. Who the fuck wants you flying a car? But we don't have those. It, 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 we're 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 a hundred years down. They figured out a way to transplant a pig heart into a human. How awesome would it be if a mistake was made? Because we know they do make some mistakes in hospitals. They were operate on the wrong knee. What if, because like Muslims, they can't eat pigs, right? What if they put a pig heart into a Muslim? A cow heart into a Hindu? That would be, see, see, those are the stories that I'm waiting to see in the future. Muslim man transplanted pig heart, kicked out of home. <laughs> Never trust a man with a pig farm. Hashtag Bricktop and Snatch. Oh, what a great movie. Bricktop was one of the greatest characters. It's a clinical trial, Scott, so if he cured all of those, we need to get him back to see if it's cured twice. Absolutely. All right, Ask Family, here you go. Here's the question. If they figured out how to make this work and you needed a heart transplant, would you get a pig heart to live? remove the bomb from the Muslim first. <laughs> Alicia says yes. Uh, Ogre says no because I'd have the insatiable need to eat shit. I I would just want I would get it done just so they, people could call me a pig and I'd be why yes I am. Oink oink. No because they inject you with swine food flax. Only if my farts would smell like cooking bacon. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Uh, all right. We got through that first segment. Yeah, I got through it. No problem. Uh, whoa. I can't wait to do the first story the next break, but I have to wait. You know why I have to wait? Because it is time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. It is that time again. Time for Celebrity. 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 Ass. 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 Tough guys. This is in honor of James Conn. About a week ago, James Conn died. One of the last real tough guys in Hollywood. A guy that you wouldn't fuck with on the streets. Now, next week, we're going to do quote-unquote tough guys, like Alec Baldwin. But these are real tough guys here. Let's get it on! All right, here we go. Wait, hold on. I got to read Rat Burger's text here. 
Uh, first, I need to check out the pig's social media post to make sure I don't end up with a bleeding heart. <laughs> yes, I've had a heart valve replaced already. One of the options was to get a pig valve. Oh, wow. All right, first matchup on the list. Here we have the recently departed James Kahn. It was in Misery, Alienation, The Godfather. Played a tough-ass priest, and that's my boy with Adam Sandler. And he's taking on a guy who was once roommates with Al Gore. But he is a pretty tough guy in the world of movies. And that's Tommy Lee Jones. James Kahn versus Tommy Lee Jones. Ask family, who you got? gentlemen yes the man the myth the legend jimmy khan is your winner all right jimmy khan moves on james khan all right uh next matchup a tough guy from the old west and old time movies william holden taking on the man who was spartacus I am Spartacus. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas versus William Holden. As family. Who you got? was easy. Our winner is Kirk Douglas. Next matchup, we have boy, I think both these guys were in the original Cape Fear. Robert Mitchum played the the Robert De Niro character and Burt Lancaster played the uh, Nick Nolte character. Robert Mitchum versus Burt Lancaster. You want to talk about tough guys. These guys were tough. Ask family, who you got?
Yeah. Mitchum did tombstone, yeah. matchup so far. <coughs> oh, man. By one vote? By one vote, Robert Mitchum moves on. Wow. All right. Final matchup of the first round. Another member of the cast of The Godfather, Robert Duvall, also played uh, a Gus in Lonesome Dove, one of the greatest characters of all time, was Farrah Fawcett's uh, reverend husband in the Apostle movie, and he's taking on a truly tough guy. One of the ugliest men to ever be a leading man actor, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson against Robert Duvall as family. Who you got? in the history of Deathmatch. Robert Duvall beats Charles Bronson? Okay, hey, that's the way you guys voted. All right. <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. To, to get to the mountain, our first matchup is Sonny Corleone, James Caan, against Spartacus himself, Kurt Douglas. James Conn versus Kirk Douglas, Ass Family. Who you got?
have to start this one over. Mm, Ratburger can hear me. I hear you. Mixer went off. What's that? You're back. I hear you. Didn't hear the tw- Okay, this is our final matchup. Uh, Robert Duvall beat Charles Bronson, if nobody was uh, paying attention or couldn't hear. I'm sorry. So our first matchup. Our first matchup is James Kahn versus Kirk Douglas. James Kahn, Kirk Douglas, ask family, who you got? Boy, this is head-to-head here, people. We're tied. Next matchup to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore of tough guys. We have Robert Mitchum taking on Robert Duvall. Duvall versus Mitchum, both named Robert. Ask family, who you got? Robert Duvall, Robert Duvall, and Kirk Douglas are your first two members of the Mount Rushmore of Tough Guys. We will have round two coming up in the next segment, and let me just say it on behalf of everybody, fuck you, Mixler. Way to go. Way to dump out, you dumps. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. We did listener mail yesterday, but if you write in, I'll still answer whatever you got. Uh, So uh, we'll be back. I was working on the KCS rail line. Katie was the girl down the street Well, I took her to a dance on the 4th of July Hoping she might fall in love with me Well, the band started playing right at nine Firecrackers popped in the sky We danced and we danced, Lord, I never had a chance Well, I got canned on the 5th 
change just like the leaves the Red oaks in the carnation wind
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. See, this is this is the thing I hate about new country music. That that playlist right there, the oldest song was from 2010. And that was from a group that I really like now. Uh, the Turnpike Troubadours. Even they're from Oklahoma. Well, I tell you what, I dig their fucking sound, man. I like them a lot. And this is what I say, damn country music. Turnpike Troubadours are a country band. That's country music right there. And they used to get listed as Americana. That way they don't get played on country radio stations. That way you don't hear them. And you get, you, you get good groups like that lost in the shuffle. You get really good singers that get lost in the shuffle that way because they're not all hip and, you know, singing about buckle bunnies and being down at the lake. Now, the other two that I played there, Morgan Wallen was one, and Cowboys Girl says, I can tell his voice now. Love it. Also, like Luke Combs, that was the other one. I like Luke Combs. I think Luke Combs has a bigger shot at success. Hear me out. It's not because of the whole cancellation for Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen, I think, is a better singer. Morgan Wallen, though, has the Keith Whitley disease. Not alcoholism, no, no, no. Keith Whitley couldn't sing an upbeat song, really. He was a ballad singer. And Morgan Wallen, I mean, that that song right there just came out. I don't think Jesus did it that way. I mean, if you listen to Morgan Wallen's good songs, in my opinion, he only got a couple, but Got, you got to stick with, you know, the good stuff here. Uh, let's see, uh, Morgan Wallen. Uh, let's see. Uh, th- th- I mean, this one. This song is great. This is a great song. Tells a great story. She asked me where I was from. See, but he's, he's a ballad singer. But, hey, I didn't think I'd ever play three new country songs on this show, but or three newer ones, but there you go. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, if you missed the first segment, what the fuck, first and foremost, missed a lot of good shit. But hey, you're here for this, and we appreciate it. We have the second round of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch coming up. But first, LeBron James has done it again. I I, I don't... I, I, the, <laughs> I didn't know if there was a new way I could find to hate this guy. But, man, he just said, here, hold my beer. LeBron James decided to weigh in on the Brittany Griner story. Um... This makes me so mad when I read this. Uh, I guess he's going to uh, be on one of his shows. And he came out and says, uh, in the trailer, James appears to be critical of the way the U.S. has handled Griner's case, saying, quote, now how can she feel like America has her back? I'd be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America? I guess this is on his uh, his HBO show, The Barbershop Show. So, 
somebody tried to uh, to save him. Well, not really him, but uh, the head coach of the Phoenix Mercury says, if it was LeBron, he'd be home, right? It's a statement about the value of women. It's a statement about the value of a black person. It's a statement about the value of a gay person. All those things, we know it. And so that's what hurts a little bit more. I I am so I I am so fucking amped up about this. First and foremost, how about this, LeBron? How about you shut the fuck up? Okay, good. We got that. Let's go over this case, shall we? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is a very, very tall black woman who plays professional basketball. Okay. And she went to Russia because uh, they have a league going on when the WNBA isn't going on. And the WNBA, they don't pay a super, they don't pay super duper money because, well, nobody gives a fuck. So when some Russian oligarch buys a fucking women's basketball team, he's going to go out and try to get the best. And he goes and gets Brittany Griner. She agrees to come to that country. Now, when you agree to go to a country, you pretty much say, hey, I agree to follow their rules, their regulations, their stipulations. Because if I don't, in some countries, they'll behead me for it. And if you know that you're going to be spending an inordinate amount of time Staying in that country, you're going to have to follow their laws. Oh, whoops, a Daisy! You say you were you were you were hurrying to pack. Did you not plan to spend a few months in Russia? Why are you waiting to the last minute to pack? Okay, I'll follow that logic. Whoops, a Daisy! Your your cannabis based, your marijuana based vape cartridges or vape pens or whatever the fuck it was fell into your bags. Whoops-a-daisy. First of all, I don't know where you live and if it's legal there or not. Oh, okay. Sweet Tommy's listening. Uh, But you broke the fucking law. You broke the law in a different country and you're trying to claim that you're some kind of I don't know diplomat which you're not, you're a very tall black basketball player. That's all you are. You broke the law. Oh, by the way, and you're an American, and this pisses off Americans? Well, guess what? You did it. The government has a lot of things to worry about. Let, 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 let's see, we have this thing called inflation going on. Gas is, it's starting to come down. We got it for, I got it for like three eighty yesterday at Costco. Which I know that's nowhere near what y'all are paying in California and the West Coast. They have that to worry about. 
the little skirmish that's going on in the Ukraine, like wherever you are. You know, we're saying don't do that. You got busted at the wrong time, too, stupid. You got that going on. You got elections going on. You still got people talking about COVID. You got school shootings going on. Brittany Griner is more important than figuring out a situation to make schools safe? Are you for real? I bet you the parents of all those kids killed in Uvalde, I bet you they wish their kids were in a Russian jail right now. But the government's not doing enough for Brittany Griner because they're racist and they hate gays. You've got to be kidding me. You have seriously got to be fucking kidding me. And by the way, where are the cries of racists towards Joe Biden for not getting her out? Let's play the stupid game, shall we? If Donald Trump was the president and he wasn't working to get this done, he would be a racist. Haven't heard it yet from Joe, even though we know he is. I mean, arised if you're at work. I'm giving you a plenty of time. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. There you go. But no, no, no. This is all of America's problem because it's not on the tip of our tongue. And I'll tell you why it's not on the tip of her tongue. She's not a fucking celebrity. She plays in the WNBA. The real housewives are bigger celebrities than her. The, 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 the stupid little Mexican guy on Jimmy Kimmel is a much bigger celebrity than you, Brittany Griner. Let's see what y'all have to say. Uh, she doesn't even like America. If you kneel for our anthem, fuck off, you commie. Yeah, a woman who said the national anthem should not be played before sporting events is now asking and begging her mother country of America to welcome her back. Alicia says he's such a fucking idiot, but hey, it's the left imploding on itself. Couldn't have happened with a better administration in power. Amen. A dude, Brittany's a dude. So much for hating America. This Bill of Rights look pretty good right now. Meow. It's still on you, uh, in a rush or not. You didn't plan accordingly. Oh, I, I don't I don't buy the the it was in a rush. No, I don't buy that at all. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Uh, you can't smoke weed in Brazil. I've had friends fight uh, there, leave their weed at home. One of their coaches brought it. He's lucky he didn't get caught or he'd still be in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Bring her home. Right meow. Gas is right at $6 in California, down about 50 cents. Didn't they mention she was black and gay? Much more important than children in the USA. Oh, amen. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I still got to work on that. I'm sorry, Cowboys girl. Uh, Mr. Sacco is more popular than Brittany Griner, yes. I'd like to mention no one. No one knows who the fuck she is before this. That's true. I mean, you have to be an uber sports fan. Have you seen that thing about that? I have not seen that. Uh, at least that's so true. Once she gets back to the U.S., she's going to make a bunch of money because of this mistake. 
Oh, you know what we're going to see. Look, they're going to let her go. And it's bullshit. And we've heard the rumblings that they're going to, this is going to be one of those prisoner exchanges. Now, I want to look at the value of this trade. Let's say you're a GM in Major League Baseball, okay? Now, Brittany Griner, uh, Grimer, on the, on the stage of celebrity, is barely above a player to be named later in a trade. Like, when you trade for somebody, you know, you see, like, you know, if it's um, uh, Michael Jordan is traded for Kobe Bryant and four players to be named later. Brittany Griner is one of those four players. And we're asking for like, and they want a, an arms dealer. Now, an arms dealer is not big. An arms dealer would probably be like a utility player. Maybe somebody like Terry Pendleton back in the day. Definitely not a Chipper Jones. Uh, Howard Johnson for the Mets. You know, an everyday guy, you know what, maybe like a, I don't want to say Lenny Dykstra because Lenny Dykstra was really, really good player. But somebody like that, Brett Boone in his playing days. Brett Boone in his play, that, that's what the arms dealer is. Because he's going to be dangerous, but you really don't fear him. So you're playing, you're, 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 tra- you're, 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 you're trading a household name for nobody. As bullshit. Coming soon to a theater of the Brittany Griner story starring Jesse Smollett. I'd love to see her thrown in a work camp in Siberia. Maybe she'll be more appreciative of her freedom in the U.S. No, she won't. No, and, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing that, that we have to really wrap our heads around right here. And it's the part that you know and it, you, you're pissed off because you know it. She should come back and appreciate the freedoms that she has in America. But instead, what she will do is blame America for her being in that jail from day one. Oh, I, I, let, let me just, uh, let, let, let's just say this right here. I guarantee. Somehow it will be Donald Trump's fault as well. But, oh, 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 no, no, no. No, this is this is America's fault. She should never have been in that jail more than a day. How dare they? This would have happened to a white player. Correct mundo. Oh, I get a correct mundo. Correct mundo. This wouldn't have happened to a white straight player. I mean, really? Instead of saying thank you, you were a dumbass. This is why you're in a Russian jail. It's not because you're a woman. It's not because you're a lesbian. It's not because you're black. It's because you wanted to get high. Hey, as somebody who has fucking addiction issues coming out the yin-yang, I understand. You went to jail because you wanted to get high. 
This goes along with stories like the guy who, who threatened to kill a Wendy's manager because there wasn't enough broccoli on his potato. He went to jail for a threat. A, a threat. Went to jail. I, I don't care if it's just one day or, or five hours. It's, it's taking you and you're taking freedoms away from me. Because you wanted more broccoli. She got thrown in jail because she wanted to get high. And when you take that risk, there are rewards or there are consequences. The reward would have been she would have been able to smoke all her fucking weed and play basketball there. Good. And then get back for the USA time. That's the reward. The consequence is you get caught and you're putting the hooskow in Russia. Well, you're suffering that one. You see, Russia, let's take a look at this. Russia arrests people there that break the law. Unlike America, where you can protest in front of the Supreme Court Justice's house or bother him at dinner, which is against federal law, but you can do that here. What what else can we do here? Um, Juicy Smollett can make up fake accusations about the police or or about being jumped and his Subway sandwich didn't get messed up. And the motherfucker spent two hours in jail. Now, that one still, that, that one to me is ludicrous, but whatever. She fucked around, yes, Battleborn in Nebraska. She fucked around and found out. I have no sympathy for her. I have no sympathy for her wife. You did this. You got caught. It's a bummer. I'm bummed for you that you got caught. How's that? I hope that was sincere enough. Well, if the WNBA had a lot more fans throwing money at them, she'd be paid more. Furthermore, I would live great life with uh, the amount of money she makes. Hmm? How much does she make? Anybody know? Anybody know how much uh, Brittany Griner? It's Griner. Brit and Griner uh, pay. Okay, so she's one of the league's highest-paid players, and she makes Douglas says over two hundred grand. Yes, she makes two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars. Alicia says too much. No shit. The All-Star Game. The All-Star Game drew in less than ten thousand fans. Wait, wait a second. Salary cap. Brittany Griner earns a salary of $2 million per season. Is that the new contract? Um, Brittany Griner makes an entire year as an NBA superstar who makes a million dollars playing in Russia. Oh, Robert Goops makes more money in a single game than Brittany Griner makes an entire year as a WNBA superstar. So. That's the deal. So she makes $2 million a year. 
Two million dollars a year? Jesus. I mean, come on. <laughs> and you got to go to Russia? Why? You got sponsorships. You ain't got to buy a lot of shit. You got, I, I mean, this is the thing I don't understand. And I guess it's the same way with all rich people. I guess enough is not enough. And, and I never will tell people to say enough is enough. But but you make $2 million a year in the NBA, or WNBA. Or I, I don't know how much you make. I don't give a fuck. You make a lot of money. Make a lot more money than anybody else. I imagine that salary looked pretty damn good now that she makes jack shit in a Russian prison. Once again, yes, they, they are entitled. They, they, this whole generation below us is entitled. Especially the athletes. LeBron James. I, I Somebody wrote me an email yesterday when we were doing listener mail. And they asked about his legacy. LeBron James's legacy is dog shit. I was thinking about it. You know what? Because I, I'm still a 14-year-old kid. I mean, I dress like a kid. I eat like a kid. I swear like a kid. And I don't under, I guess it's just because it, they get to see him play and he is the best player in the game right now or was, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but to think that he's anywhere near the stratosphere of former players before him, and we aren't going to do the list, but it, it's a joke. I, I, it really is a joke to me. What's his finals record? Is he three and six or is he four and five? It doesn't matter. He has a losing record in the finals. He's a loser. Watch the uh, HBO show uh, Showtime. It's Showtime, uh, the, the Lakers story about when Jerry Buss bought the team. And if you don't win a championship, it gnaws at you. Guys like Jerry West, who played all those years and lost all those series to the Celtics. They portrayed him as a very bitter man, and I can see that. I imagine like guys like Jim Kelly, who's beloved in his native Buffalo, or not native, but he lives there now. He's beloved because he took him to four Super Bowls. And for some reason, that was good enough. For some reason, it was good enough for Fran Tarkenton to lead Minnesota to four Super Bowls and never win to get these big-paying jobs. And I'm sorry. I would rather not go to the Super Bowl than go and lose, especially four times like those two guys did. Both are in the Hall of Fame. They had great regular season careers, but they're losers. For $2 million a year, I'll say I'm a girl, go to Russia, catch a bounce pass, and make a layup for that. That's the skill level of a sixth grader. (laughs) Boy, if I can play, uh, you play below the rim, you got game below the rim, you can play in the WNBA. (laughs) 
I just I, I I truly hope that she gets all ten years that she's she could get. Just to see this. And by the way, I don't know why this is a story. I don't really know anybody that's upset by this except LeBron James and and Brittany Grimer's wife and maybe the coach and maybe the eight fans of the team she plays with. Playing in the Super Bowl and losing is better than never going. I, I No, uh-uh. See, I'm one of these guys, I, I would rather get beat 100 to nothing than to lose by one. And, and let me tell you, if I lose 100 to nothing, then I know that I've got a lot to work on to catch up to that team that beat me 100 to nothing. If I lose by one, I'm going to rethink everything I did in that game. Oh, it, it drives me crazy. That 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 idea, and, and there are a lot of people who say, well, I'd rather lose by one. Fuck, that, that's a nightmare. Uh, she won't be there in 10 years. Uh, here's an idea. Go to Tehran, suck a cock in the city plaza, then be shocked that you got arrested and convicted. I know, right? Or maybe this. Ogre, uh, uh, have have a female go over to the UAE somewhere, maybe Iran, and decide to go out with any wrappings on her head. I dare you. You would rather be really shitty and just come up a little short uh, SMH. No, no, I would. And and like I said, if I lose, if I if I'm on a team, we lose to another team 100 to nothing. We're in the wrong league. Oh, we got to play a lot better. If we lose by one, got to figure out what that one play was. It, it it's just a it's a psychological thing for me. Because I would go back and replay everything. I was watching a show last night. Um, there wasn't a lot on TV. I watched the, uh, it was on the Longhorn Network. And it was the season 2008. And 2008 was the year I learned what heartbreak in college football really meant. 2009, the Longhorns played for the national championship. Lost Alabama, sadly, for a dirty hit on Colt McCoy. But this was the season before. This was a, an amazing season that happened. Beat no, They were number five. They played against Oklahoma. was number one. They beat Oklahoma by ten points. Sam Bradford against Colt McCoy, head-to-head. Colt beat him. Then they went on to beat two more top 10 teams in a row. They beat three top 10 teams in a row. Then they played somebody shitty, beat them. And then they had to play Texas Tech. They had to go out to Texas Tech. Texas Tech always plays Texas hard at Tech, but it's Tech. Now they're going to lose. We all have it figured out. Texas did not start the game off well. They played like crap. Got down early. They're down like 21 to 3. Some, something crazy like that. Colt McCoy sucked up that team, got that team on his back. Atlanta back to one of the most amazing comebacks ever. 
The score was, uh, I believe, 33-32 to 32 with a minute and 20 seconds left to go. And Colt McCoy even said in this documentary I watched, he goes, we left him too much time. Tech on a miraculous throw with eight seconds left in the game. Even though the play before should have been intercepted by a defensive back from Texas, Blake Gideon, who I I love Blake Gideon because he was a white defensive back, and you never see that. And he dropped an interception the play before. And then the Michael Crabtree catch, and he ran in for the end zone, and Texas was number one no longer. Tech, by the way, was number four at the time. So this was another top ten team that they had to play in a row. And I was gutted. I knew our national hopes were over. But lo and behold, we are somehow still alive for it. And they let the computers do everything. And a team that Texas beat by 10 points got to the championship game instead of Texas, and that was Oklahoma. Same year, Sam Bradford won the Heisman Trophy over Colt McCoy. It should have never happened. Colt McCoy deserved that trophy, and it was robbed from him. And I'm glad the next season, when the fifth game of the season came out, that first weekend in October, and we broke Sam Bradford's fucking ankle. Fuck you, Sam Bradford. You piece of shit. Oh, I know it got hurt early in the BYU game, but we put him out of action forever until the draft. And then the Rams took him because the Rams are stupid. But Texas got passed over. Colt McCoy got passed over. It was one of the most sickening years I had. But that's where you learn about devastation. And that's what sports is. Sports is devastation. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I remember that Texas Tech game made me sick to my stomach watching not only Crabtree breaking free and getting that touchdown, but before that, Longhorn's corner. Yeah, 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 the gimme interception. Now, I want to go back to why I told that whole story. To go along with my headset there, my mindset of rather getting beat 56 to nothing or losing on a last-second play like that. Because last play like that, I can go back and I can look at the entire first half and go, if we did this, if we would have stopped this play, stopped this play, and it would drive me crazy. Then I would look at the Blake Gideon play. I would look at a pick six that Colt McCoy threw, which he never did in that game. There are so many things to be upset about and go, we should have fucking won. 56 nothing. I'm not yelling we should have won. I'm not angry. I'm angry we lost. But there's a lot to build on, and, and losing that close of a game, I, it makes me sick. And I watched that last night, and I was like, I was looking for 2009 the season because at least we went to the national title game that year. Uh, Sam Bradford should have gotten a career endorsement in tampons when they fucking laid west to Bradford. I was cheering, fuck him, fuck Oklahoma, and fuck Alabama while I'm at it. On that note, Familia, adios, have a fucking great Wotan's day. All right, Ogre, thank you, buddy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's just that way. Like the Raider Charger game in Week 18 when Brandon Staley called that timeout no time, OT. Yeah. When you, when you go back and you look at things and when you, when you play it back, I, and, and I would imagine, Alicia, if you're listening, you would much, much rather 
win by a tap out or a knockout or the team throws in the towel than ever taking it to the judges. Because you can make it look obvious as hell to the judges and they can snatch that shit away from you. I've seen it happen plenty of times. Speaking of judges, a judge has ruled that Subway can be sued over claims that its tuna sandwiches contain other fish species or animal products. You remember this story? I did a whole stand-up routine based on this. That somebody has the fucking stroke enough to taste like two tons of Subway tuna and test it, and they found zero fish DNA in there. The suit originally brought in January of 2021 claimed Subway tuna products partially or wholly lack tuna as an ingredient and contains, quote, other fish species, animal products, or miscellaneous products aside from tuna. (laughs) This is so great. Can... You know, can Subway get a break? I I usually, I mean, I love it. I love it because, but Subway has had nothing but issues for the past 15 years. And they're still building them up like they're fucking going out of style. First of all, the sandwiches suck. You probably found some other DNA DNA in there too. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of that in the old tuna. They got sued because their footlong sandwiches were not, in fact, a footlong, which is still genius. Do I even need to fucking mention Jared? And now your tuna sandwiches have have fish species and other products in there and not tuna? How is Subway still open? How is Subway publicly traded? As long as it's fish, I'd let it slide. Well, it's not all fish products. There's other animal byproducts in there. And I've eaten tuna at Subway. Good God almighty. Fuck is this mystery meat? I hope that woman wins a billion dollars. That's what I would sue for. Say, hey, note to everybody. Class is in session. Everybody gather around. If you ever sue anybody for anything, make the lawsuit for a billion dollars. You know, I, I mean, your lawyer will probably try to talk you out of it, but hey, here's the thing. If you go, you started a billion, you can probably get them into settling real quick. I mean, uh, if you were to sue Subway for a billion dollars here, all the evidence is on your side. No, you haven't. <laughs> That's true, C-Nasty. I have not. I have ordered what I thought was tuna at Subway, but instead it was something totally different. Oh, went to a new place to eat yesterday. Went to the uh, Maple Leaf Diner. 
I got the uh, pierogies. It was very funny because everybody that was working in a Canadian diner restaurant was Hispanic. I I, I can't write that shit. It, it's just true. The food was good. I, I had the uh, pot roast poutine. Poutine is uh, French fries with cheese curds covered in brown gravy. And then you put pot roast on top of that. Pretty spectacular. The pierogies, they tasted good. Problem is, I think they had MSG in it because I got a fucking massive headache after eating. Good place, though. If you're ever coming to Dallas, you're in the North Dallas area over off Preston Road, check it out. Maple Leaf Cafe. I bet they make great breakfast tacos. (laughs) Of course they do. All right. Oh, God darn it. I, w- I wish Ogre was still here uh, because we have new music to check out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a brand new song called Pointing at the Moon from the one and only Diamond David Lee Roth. second time for that. That was terrible. Oh, don't do that. No. Stop it. Russians have a version of pierogies called piroshkis. Uh, I'm actually making the dough for them right now for my family to have while I'm at work and it's next week and for our cousin camping trip. They remind me of my grandma. They're delicious. I just, I, they, they, they add some in them. They, they gave me a bad head. They were great though. This David Lee Clapton, what the fuck? Turn it off. Not as bad as Tattoo yet. Okay, yeah, you want to keep it going? Okay. Spend my life pointing at the moon. You spent yours looking at my finger. Next clown jumping on the mattress while I'm paying dues. Yeah, you do plenty business here. What is that? That or this? On my elbow, 
That's an awful song. The music in that song is fucking Van Halen, and it's perfect. And it sounds like a Van Halen song. The lyrics are just garbage. All of that David Lee Roth was garbage. I mean, that 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 was... Oof. Good God. Uh, let's see. Uh... I'd rather hear Bad Baby. Oh, well, there you go. Well, we haven't heard this one in a while. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. I ain't nothing like these hoes. Nope. Don't compare me to no one. Nobody. Money green like a CeeLo. CeeLo green. Yeah, my pocket's so swollen. I mean, they, they, you, you think about those, and then this actually does sound not too bad. I'm the wrestling king, but now I'm spitting lyrics. Took a break from the ring, because I want you all to hear this. Coming in a medium, nobody expected. Been in the game for years, and I'm still respected. Macho Man, Randy Savage, the two chief warrior. Critics, I'm ignoring you, donated to Chaforia. People in the streets say, Randy, you the illest. And I'm one of the realists, so it's not hard to feel this. People want to know if Macho's still in the ring. People want to know yeah. if Randy's doing his thing. Everybody's talking, want to know this and that. So I'ma tell you right now, Randy Savage is back. People want to know if Macho's still in That's awful. That is so bad. Where does Adele? Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Where does Adele fit in this? Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's nice to see you. It's me. We know. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I wouldn't. Fuck Macho Man is a lyrical genius. <laughs> what happened to Bahad Baby? Uh, she's just making millions of dollars on her OnlyFans page. Be a man, Hogan is a, is his free bird. <laughs> oh God damn it, Randy Macho Man Savage. Where where's the other one? He had two songs on there, or I got two of his songs. Let's get it on. Ooh, yeah, it's the Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm about to drop it on you like this. Check it out. Here we go. Ooh, yeah, the power and we're ready to wreck. But the force don't tell it'll snap your neck. Snap your neck. Yeah, put this thing in motion. Well, he is so hard, you'll have a body convulsion. <laughs> you'll have a body convulsion. Oh, my God. That is so fantastic. Oh, God almighty, I love it. 
Um, all right. Uh, the Emmys were announced yesterday, and I have to say uh, three words. Fuck the Emmys. Succession received 25 nominations. Ted Lasso uh, got 20 nominations. The one show that everybody was blown away with was Squid Games got a bunch of nominations. But do you know what show was not on there? You know what show was, wasn't even mentioned? Yellowstone. Yellowstone was snubbed. No actors, directors, lighting, cinematography, nothing. Unbelievable. That's some bullshit right there. Well, nominees for Variety Talk Show or The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Jimmy Kimmel Live last week tonight with John Oliver. Late night with Seth Meyers. And The Late Show with Stephen Gobert. How bad is James Corden that he doesn't even get nominated? Oh, my God. Oh. The host is yet to be announced for this dipshit show. Oh, Christ almighty. All right, we we, we we have a game to play here. Just real quick. It's the same game we always like to play. Is uh, the... Where, I got to find it now. Okay, where, where, where's the sound for it? Okay, is it on this one here? No, that ain't it. No, that ain't it. Disappear like Banksy. No, that ain't it. That definitely ain't it. Where, where in the hell did it go? Where's my you make the call stuff? Is it in the drops? No. Sam and this? Nope. Joe Biden? Nope. Slurs? Nope. Bumpers? I, I'm I'm literally like I, I don't know what to do here. Oh, okay, there it is. I found it. Okay, there we go. The Emmys will be hosted by Will Slap Hand. Do you think it was snubbed uh, because it leans right? Oh, 100%. 100% because it's not a politically correct show. Ted Lasso is a feel-good show, and I like that show. It, 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 it's a fun show. Um, that that Zendaya show, the uh, Euphoria, that got all kind of nominations. Yellowstone premiered last year with, what was it, 14 million viewers? Do you know how ridiculous that is in today's world? That would be like 60 or 70 million back in the day. But there's so many options now to choose from, it gets watered down. A lot of people record it. So finally, I found the sound effect. You make the call. All right. All right. Now, it's a couple of mothers. We have to make the call on who is the best mom. Will it be mom number one? Now, don't let this skew you, okay? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is a story about Ashley Cousins. She's 36 years old, and she's never used contraception, 
and has nine children. She says she spends about $2,000 a month on groceries and says she is considering having more children. And if you're wondering, yes, she is already a grandmother. Uh, She's from the Tampa area. She went to give birth to seven more children in the next 11 years. Uh, uh, She owns a cleaning business. When asked about getting uh, mentally and emotionally ready to support the little ones, oh, it's just like riding a bike. So this mother of nine who's never used birth control, shocking, she has nine children. Okay. Mom of the year? She's a, she. A, who's the better mom? Or will it be this mother? A Russian mother who's unnamed, 33 years old from Dagestan, told a friend that she didn't want to keep her baby anymore. And she sold her five-day-old baby for, uh, is this the ruple sign? 2,900 ruples to pay for a nose job. Uh... Her biological mother wanted to leave her at the hospital, said the woman who bought the baby. Telling police in an interview she was not the biological mother. She couldn't provide for the child, so I took the child. But the infant needed hospital treatment, and medics asked if the couple's birth certificate, which they did not have. They did find the woman. Um, but no telling if they're going to arrest her or what. So, as family, I need to tell you, uh, you need to tell me, you need to make the call. You make the call. In Russia, it's called abortion. <laughs> um, who of these is the better mom? The mom of nine who spends $2,000 a month on groceries or the mom who sold her baby for a nose job? Hold up. Okay. Whoa. What call did you make? Uh, let's see. Um, Alicia says, I'm going to have to go with the mom with nine kids. Uh, she's at least taking care of the kids. Okay. Ready, kids, says, I have a comment. Hold up. Uh, V. Coop says, hot dog down a hallway, Mom. That's the mom of nine. Douglas says, nose job, baby. Better mom. Scott says, nose job, baby. Uh, Fred says, tough call, Florida mom. Battleborn says, uh, I guess that was supposed to be nosy. Yeah, nosy bitch. I mean, coming home with a puppy and kitten say surprise, but how do you come home with a baby? I'm surprised. The better mom is the one with the nine kids. At least she takes care of them. Man, I wonder how much plastic surgery I can get for a slightly grown six-year-old. <laughs> so there you go. You made the call. 
And now it is time to go back to the ever. Wait, wait, let me make sure. We- yeah, that's everything. Uh, let me go back to the ever so popular celebrity. Celebrity. That's my tough guy. All right, in our first round, we led Kirk Douglas and Robert Duvall all the way to the promised land. And now we are here to find out who will be joining those two on the Mount Rushmore of True Tough Guys. Here we go. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, Ass Family. Whew. Star of stage and screen. Hell of an actor. Worked forever. The legend Gregory Peck. Taking on a man who's known to have ties to the mob. He's known by old blue eyes. Quite the singer, quite the actor. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra versus Gregory Peck. Ass family. Who you got? Gigantic upset today. Oh, my God. Gregory Peck moves on over Frank Sinatra. Wow. Our next matchup. Oh, boy, is this a good one. We have the man who was not only branded, but was also the rifleman. The one and only Chuck Connors. Taking on a man who was once a stuntman. Known as the Unknown Stuntman. And he was also an astronaut named Colonel Steve Austin. I give you Lee Majors. Chuck Connors versus Lee Majors. Ask family. Who you got? ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Colonel Steve Austin, Lee Majors moves on. Boy, it's a battle of fucking heavyweights here. 
We have the guy who led the Dirty Dozen, was also in Delta Force. He has a scowl that is well-known. That is the one and only Lee Marvin. And he's taken on a man who not only in real life led the NRA, but on screen, on screen he marched his people through the desert and parted the Red Sea as Moses. I give you Charlton Heston, Lee Marvin, Charlton Heston, ass family. Who you got? ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. It is Moses Charlton Heston. And our final matchup of the second round is the man who drove the green Mustang in Bullet, an actor who was taken away from us far too soon, the one and only Steve McQueen taking on not only was a great cowboy, but he made a hell of a baseball player as Lou Gehrig. We're talking about Gary Cooper. Steve McQueen versus Gary Cooper. Ask family, who ya got? <laughs> McQueen won. And now we have to find out who is on that Mount Rushmore. Who's going to get on there? Our first matchup is simple, ladies and gentlemen. Gregory Peck versus Lee Majors. Gregory Peck, Lee Majors, ass family, who you got?
We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. That winner is Lee Majors. Lee Majors is on the Mount Rushmore of Tough Guys. And he will be joined there next by, you have to tell me, ass family, who will it be? Will it be Charlton Heston or will it be Steve McQueen? Steve McQueen versus Charlton Heston. Ask family, who you got? race here, people. Still tied. I need a winner. Ask family. I need a winner. I need either Steve McQueen or Charlton Heston. Who will it be? It's Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston won it. Oh, my God. Last second belt there. Charlton Heston is on the list. And your Mount Rushmore is set. Charlton Heston, Lee Majors, Kirk Douglas, Robert Duvall. When we return after the next segment, ask family, we will find out who the face of that Mount Rushmore will indeed be.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. California. California. I know I have the smartest people that live in the state that listen to this show. Y'all need to get y'all need to get working to educate the rest of the damn state. Your state's full of fucking idiots, including the leader, which you already know that leader is. You had a chance to get him out. The Joker incarnate himself, Governor Gavin fucking Gruesome Newsome, signed three high-profile bills yesterday, all aimed, pun intended, at the gun industry. Assembly Bill 1594 establishes a, quote, firearm industry standard of conduct. Allows local governments, State Department of Justice, and gun violence survivors to sue for egregious violation of state sales and marketing regulations. I'm just wondering if I'm the victim of a drunk driver crash, can I sue the the Porsche that hit me? Can I sue Porsche itself because... Their product, which is a sports car, was going faster than regular cars, and that's why I'm I'm crippled. You see, so not only am I going to sue the guy who hit me, I'm going to sue the car manufacturer, which will probably be thrown out, which these should be thrown out as well, because there is a glaring difference between the two. You don't have a right to drive. You don't have a right to a car. You have a right to own a gun. And now they're telling you you ha- you you can sue the gun manufacturers. So what this is in response to is all these school shootings that have happened. <clears throat> Where and, and it started in Sandy Hook, and this is going to be a big one here. Now, mind you, the gun company has nothing to do with the gun once it's sold. Once it's out of their possession, they are, they are free and clear of. Let's go back to um, Sandy Hook, shall we? Where the young man broke into his mother's house. So first of all, he committed a crime to get into the residence where there was a gun. Then he stole the gun. There's law number two he broke. And shot his mother in the face until she was dead. Which I believe are a lot more rules that are broken. Before he went down to the school and opened fire and killed all those children. Why is that the gun manufacturer's fault? Anybody? I mean, I'll sit here all day and wonder why that is the gun manufacturer's fault. Uh, we can't, not as long as his aunt's in office, yeah. I don't know how it happened. I hate him so much, Alicia says. Scott says, yes, you can't sue Paul Pelosi, but should sue Porsche because that's what he was driving. Exactly. 
You know that Newsom is severely dyslexic? They try to hide it because he's not supposed to be in office being dyslexic. But because his aunt is in power, nothing will happen to him. Did that dealer or manufacturer sell it to someone who passed a background check? Then it's not their liability. Exactly. What he wants to have happen is you can sue all gun manufacturers now. If you're shot at all. These laws will go into effect, and then they will be overturned by the Supreme Court of this nation due to the fact that they are quite unconstitutional. He goes on to say this, and this is, boy, I tell you what, man. I'm not happy about this statement right here. To the victims of gun violence and their families, California stands with you. The gun industry can no longer hide from the devastating harm their products cause. Can I point something out real quick? Um, Their products have also caused freedom, liberty, justice. That's what those those products have also done. I I know you don't want to bring up anything good that guns have done. But if there weren't guns, we'd be speaking a whole other language by now. Whether it's French, German, or Russian. Because gun manufacturers have probably saved more of our lives than we'll ever know. But, but, But Arnie, we have to do something. But alcohol gets a free pass, huh? Oh, that, that's the other one. Well, how about that? That's a great one, Straight Fire. Not only am I going after Porsche for running into me, I'll figure out what Paul Pelosi was drinking. We'll say it's Jameson Scotch. I can then sue Jameson, right? Well, why not? It's the same thing. Oh, except for the fact that I have a right to the gun, not to the drink or the car. You see, this is how logic works. I don't know why the world doesn't believe in logic anymore. I, I, I really don't. In California, then you can sue alcohol manufacturers if you get hurt in a DUI accident. Absolutely. Don't go after the bar. There's no money in the bar. Go after the alcohol. Watch Red Dawn. You'll see that guns saved our country. Yep. It's 100% bullshit that gun manufacturers get blamed. I agree. <laughs> you know, he was drinking some nasty-ass gin. Nancy drank all the scotch. She, scored, she stores all the scotch in her tits. Them fucking hoopty hoops This is so stupid to sue the gun man. This goes back to that bowling for Columbine. It, Michael Moore put out bowling for Columbine, and he went into, I guess the kids bought, like, ammo at Kmart or whatever. And he went to the fucking Kmart Corporation and said, how dare you sell ammunition here? Well, they, they sell they sell lube, too, and that could cause some unwanted pregnancies. So should we take that off the list? What would you like people to sue? Oh, oh, abs- oh, oh. Sassy Pammy, the lawsuit door has been opened. As soon as I, I'm going to tell you this right now, if I can find a lawyer that'll work with me, 
maybe somebody new. I am willing to take my case to the Supreme Court. And and that will be, I will sue, I, I will go back to that Aaron Eckhart movie. Oh, I can't think of the name of it now, where he was a consult or he was a lobbyist. He was a lobbyist for the tobacco. And he went after William H. Basie, who was a Wisconsin senator, due to the fact that cheese and dairy products clog up more arteries than guns ever have killed people. Tobacco companies, pest control, weed controls, let's go after them all. Those companies that produce all the flavors they put in foods, let's sue them too. Call Kim Kardashian, she'll represent you. I mean, that would be the big one. See, here's the problem, B-Coop. If I sue Dr. Pepper for making me fat, and, and somehow in this fucking fucked up world that we live in, well, you know what? I could fall back. Then Dr. Pepper would have to just pay me millions of dollars and give me a lifetime supply because I've grown addicted to their product. Thank you for smoking. Thank you, Major Consent. Great Aaron Eckhart movie. Awesome movie. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, this is so stupid. This is completely gay. Yeah, I said it. It's gay. Way to go, Gavin Newsom. Way, way, way to show your dick off again. I feel bad for these guys. Fucking firefighters in San Francisco respond to a blaze in a San Francisco homeless encampment. Two alarm fire near 34th and Wood under the freeway. Multiple cars, debris, RVs burning. Am, am I wrong? Am, am I wrong in what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucking burn. I'm, I'm sure this fire caused extensive damage in the tens of dollars range. Yeah, 680 had a fire started by bums. You, you know, this is the, I understand why the fire department had to put it out. But man, oh man, that would suck. Just tr- through going through all the troglodytes that are down there. And you know, here's the thing. I... I wish we could go out and, and, and get a big sifter and sift through all the homeless people and let the veterans out and probably try to get them some help first before these other fucking bums. But, uh, you know, and, and that's why the fire department has to be there. They have to keep, you know, areas safe and, and at least protect the the homeless veterans that are down there. But, fuck. Everything that burnt was stolen. Oh, no. Do you think that they have insurance on it? You know what? I bet you a homeless person does. In San Francisco, I bet you they would get insurance for their shopping cart. Take it down to Geico, get buzzed in. Yeah, I want to put some insurance on my cart. Well, that's a whole, man. 
Man, that's an industry who can start up the insurance agency for homeless people. Problem is, they ain't got no fucking money. We'll work for insurance money. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Uh, electric cars, uh, they, they finally come out. Uh, they, they did a survey recently. A survey of U.S. adults has found that the logistics of where and when they would be able to charge an electric car is the largest barrier preventing them from owning such vehicles. Now, is that a minute? Okay, so they're showing this. uh, This is in San Bruno. This is a charging station. So they charge you $5.50 a minute? Whoa, wait a second here. You should crank call an insurance company, get insurance on the shopping cart in San Francisco. Uh, Californians will pay for their carts. Ends on what? All the shitty? All, yeah, insurance on all the shit. Yeah, on their shopping carts mainly. Um, hold on. Let, let's do some math here real quick. So how long does it take to fully charge a car? Like 30, 30 minutes to recharge it, right? Uh, like a Tesla? Hold on, I gotta get. Where's my? There's my calculator. All right, so five fifty times thirty minutes. Okay, so it's gonna cost you one hundred and sixty-five dollars to fill up your Tesla, and that's good for what? Three hundred miles. Okay, so you paid a uh, wait, wait, wait. Five divided by thirty equals. Is that is that no? That can't be true. Is it really? You get five and a half miles a gallon, or, or for per per minute. That can't be right. What was it? One sixty five. To fill up time, or would I? Would I? I, would, I think I would subtract three hundred, or divide three hundred divided by sixty-five. The faster you drive, the more battery you use. Ask Tommy. Uh, One hundred sixty-five fills up my uh, my Power Stroke diesel, and I can go anywhere between five hundred and seven hundred miles on one tank. Eat my ass, leftists. And Arn Anderson Punch has enough energy to charge every electric car. There's just nothing capable of taking an Arn Anderson Punch. Oh, you got to put that on the website. Well, I, I mean, this whole idea. Wait, wait, wait. wait I think we've, we've cracked the code on something here. So it's $5.50 per minute, per minute. You get 30 minutes. That's 165 bucks. And you get 300 miles. I filled up my Chevy Silverado. 21 gallons. Cost us over $80. Like $85. 
and I got 479 miles. So I get double the mileage in a gas-powered car than I do an electric-powered car? Well, what, what's the use of buying one then? Well, because it's good for the environment? Not if I have to fill it up every fucking, you know, 300 miles. That electricity's got to be produced somewhere, right? And it ain't getting produced from windmills. We're taking an awful lot of coal, aren't we? And by the way, by the way, they've just warned us here in Texas this week about rolling blackouts because the power grid is being overused. Well, okay, let's fast forward five years because the push on electric cars isn't going anywhere. Let's get to 10 years when they want to outlaw gas-powered cars or at least making new ones. I mean, I mean, well, I, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand why people are so gung-ho on buying these. All it is is virtue signaling. That's all you're doing. You people that drive these cars, all you're doing is saying, hey, look at us. Now, if you drive around town and you've got a charging station at home somehow, and I know that those are expensive, I get it then. Okay. If you only got to drive here to there to there to there and you can charge it at night, more power to you. Hey, if you want to drive an electric car, more power to you. But once again, they're forcing us to switch. States are forcing people to switch in 2035. I don't ever want an electric car. I just don't. Um, I have a 69 Camaro, so fight me. No, I ain't going to fight you. Hell no, man. You got all those kick-ass El Caminos. I hope you set one aside for me someday. Something is wrong with the numbers in this story. I own two electric cars, and they usually charge by the kilowatt hour. And if they charge by the minute, it's like $1.25. I don't know how to read these things. I, I like these electric car things. So I could be way off. I might be way off. If I'm way off, then that makes sense. Because this doesn't make sense at all. They're doing rolling blackouts here. A lady's dog died in the house because her house got over 100 degrees. Yikes. We have a new hybrid Ford F-150 with twin turbo. I've talked to other truck drivers who uh, don't have the hybrid. And we get about the same gas mileage. Best way for cars in California to get charged is to claim they were in D.C. on January 6th. Oh, shit. And, and I know all the call man, car manufacturers are going to them. Just keep the gas ones around, please. I mean, like, like yesterday. We went and filled up at uh, Costco yesterday. And like I said, here in Texas, it's a lot cheaper. But it's still expensive as fuck here in Texas. People seem to lose their mind at the gas station now. So we're parked there, and of course, there's a lot of line of cars. And and there's there's a, a what the fuck was in front of us? It was like a 
it was like a Tahoe or something like that was right in front of us. And in the pump, and they were in the second stall pump. The first pump ahead had a truck. And the guy wasn't paying attention to his truck. He's fucking hobnobbing, yapping with the fucking attendant there. And the people behind him get done. And they want to leave. Well, they got to do like an 18-point turn to get, try to get through there because they got a big vehicle. He's got a big vehicle. And we're sitting there for fucking 10 minutes. Finally, the truck gets out of the way, and the guy finally looks at his golf gas tank, and he puts in the, the, the two cents worth at the end, puts it up. So pull forward, right? Because I'm going to go all the way to the front. We're going to go all the way to the front one because the front guy's done. I think the guy was fucking rubbing one out in the front seat because it took him forever to get fucking going. Pump your gas, get in your car, leave. It's that easy, people. But I can't imagine spending 30 minutes, not only 30 minutes to to, to charge my, my car, but to wait in that long-ass line to get into these things. Uh, the steam engine would be better, but we're constantly in a drought. Best ways for, uh, let's see, I thought the guy was Dave Cole, little man with extra big truck. Who? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. What's this? Oh, I don't. Nobody cares about that story. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Yeehaw, y'all! My body went completely numb. Kentucky woman nearly dies after picking up a dollar bill from a McDonald's floor. She suspects was laced with fentanyl. Just weeks after cops warned against picking up money. Parson, who was waiting to use the restroom at McDonald's in Nashville, probably to shoot up, when she spotted the dollar laying on the floor. Of course she picked it up. Her symptoms started when she had contact with the dollar in the car, immediately sending various symptoms through her body. Officers later determined the dollar didn't contain traces of the... It didn't have any traces of the drug on it? My body went complete and numb. I could barely talk and I could barely breathe. I was fighting to stay awake. Once the family got in the car, she started to experience syndrome or uh, symptoms. All of a sudden, I felt uh, it start in my shoulders, and the feeling was quickly down my body, and it would not stop. Even though there was no fentanyl on it. So, so here's what you do. When you see a dollar bill on the ground, this way Gary tweezers with you. You tweeze that some bitch off, you throw it in a plastic bag, wash it off, and then let it dry. Poof, you're a dollar richer. And don't pretend like you wouldn't pick up a dollar, because I'd pick up a dollar. No, she's real thin. She ain't a fat broad. So she passed out from bending over. Use that dollar to buy Slim Fast. She got numb from banging over the first time since she was eight. No, she's plowed away some. This gal has plowed away some cock. 
Uh, <laughs> that's fucking rough, man. Go to the, go to the hospital over a dollar. Now this le- this is why I, honestly it's stories like this are why I wake up every single morning and love to do this show because this 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 is the definition of humanity especially that it happened to a tourist from America oh I love this shit a 23 year old man from Baltimore. Oh, this makes it. I, see, I just get the stories from their headlines. I don't get the deliciousness until I deliver it to you. 23-year-old man from Baltimore was hiking an unauthorized trail. Uh-oh. Whoa-oh. And, and, I mean, there's no... Wait, this is an unauthorized trail. Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? Pretty much is what he did there. Uh, It was accompanied by three relatives in the Karab Innery of the Command of Naples. Two British tourists were also spotted walking on the Forbidden Trail. Um... Well, as they were walking on this forbidden trail, dude wanted to get a, uh, a phone. Of course, he wants to take a selfie because what self-respecting 23-year-old American who's, who's, who's hiking on an illegal trail doesn't want to take a selfie of that? And lo and behold, as he reached for his phone, he fell into the crater of Mount Vesuvius. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! He fell into the hole of a volcano? How do you miss the hole of a volcano? He was treated by an ambulance that arrived on the scene, but he didn't want to go to the hospital. The path had clear signs warning of danger and forbidden access. So the guy didn't die? How do you survive falling through the crater of... uh, He only had a few bruises on his hands and back? Now, come on. We got to charge him an asshole tax. And that is death. You can't fall into the crater of Mount Vesuvius and walk away. But he's from Baltimore, the liberal war ground that spawned Chicago. Uh, I've gone hiking off the trail path many times. Uh, it wasn't illegal, though, LOL. Hey, it's never illegal until you get caught. Or a bear eat you. Just telling you, right now. Cowboys girl, I will miss you. I will miss our, our witty repertoire back and forth here. When you go off on one of them illegal trails... And all of a sudden, out of nowhere. I'm not rooting for that. I'm just letting you know what could happen. And I'll be sad you're gone, but but then I'll just have to remember one thing and one thing only. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man 
in the world. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. See, I don't want to have to play those sound effects. I don't. As much as you think I enjoy them, and I really, really do, you have no idea how much I enjoy playing that sound effect. I really hate playing those sound effects. So there you go. <laughs> so who says who would take care of everybody? I, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, all right. It is that time now, ladies and gentlemen. The time we have been waiting for all morning long. Time. 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 For, the time. Final, for the final. For the final. Of the celebrity Tough guy. It has been a war this morning that we have four people that survived. Kurt Douglas, Robert Duvall, Lee Majors, and Charlton Heston. We got to figure out who is the toughest of those four, and we do it now. Let's get it on. And here we go in our first matchup, Ass Family. I give you the man that played Spartacus, Kirk Douglas. Taking on a man who played Gus on Lonesome Dove. Plenty of other tough guys. Robert Duvall. Kirk Douglas, Robert Duvall, ass family. Who you got? Manamana. 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 something in our Battleborn. Robert Duvall was not in No Country for Old Men. No, that that's Barry, uh, oh, Barry Corbin, who's in that. That's Uncle Bob from, uh, from Urban Cowboy. Robert Duvall was uh, the lawyer in the Godfather movies, Gus from Lonesome Dove, all that. That's okay, though. It's okay, because Robert Duvall moves on. And he will face the winner of this matchup. The matchup is of the $6 million man, Lee Majors, versus Moses, Charlton Heston. Lee Majors, Charlton Heston, ass family, who you got?
Ladies and gentlemen, Charlton Heston moves on. Wow. And now the matchup is set for the finals. Ask family, in the finals of the Mount Rushmore, greatest tough guys. I ask you, between Robert Duvall and Charlton Heston, who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. in bunches I've got my hunches It's the best Beats the rest Singular, modular, interactive, modular Ring, 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 ring Banana phone Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping Banana phone It's no baloney He did! He did. It ain't a phony My cellular, a bananular phone Gentlemen, the man who owned a ranch in Tombstone that took care of Doc Holliday, Charlton Heston, is your face of this Mount Rushmore of tough guys. Wow. Wow. Oh, I was thinking of Secondhand Lines previous. Secondhand Lines is a great fucking movie. Wow, is that a good movie. Never seen that. That's one of Robert Duvall's best. Uh, That is going to do it for us today, Ask Family. Thank you so much for being here. And we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be in the house. We've got to talk a little bit more about this Live Golf Tour and what Tiger Woods had to say about it. Uh, and, And tomorrow we will be covering the first round of the British Open. It'll be on during the show. And, yes, I will be doing play-by-play coverage. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, everybody, I hope that you have a wonderful and happy Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! And adios, everybody! Atlanta in 53 And I picked up a rhythm and blues magazine laying underneath my seat And I found out the stuff they've been playing us wasn't made for grits and bone And it would take more than the crew cuts and Pat Boone to take me home Like tea. You're gonna pull my 
string Make it the real thing for me I remember old Elvis When he forgot to remember to forget And when young Johnny Cash Hadn't seen this side of Big River yet And when sun was more than daylight Shining on Memphis, Tennessee And Luther and Lewis and Perkins Was a-picking and a-playing them songs for me is outside waiting to arrest him.